Happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jacqueline, what are you talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three-month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So go out, enjoy the sunshine, and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Class Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my brilliant co-host, Mina Kunlosichap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right, friends. Today, we're super excited. We have a very special guest on. We have Derek Vidal, and he is the founder of socialbamboo.com and host of the Social Bamboo Podcast, which is a number one rated Instagram marketing podcast. And Derek's here to talk about his unique strategies for Instagram, organic and paid. Um, because you know, a lot of times we feel like social media marketing is wasting our time in business, right? We're sitting here spinning or like spinning in circles, trying to keep up with the algorithm. So we brought Derek on to really chat about ways that we can use social media to our benefit, especially for e-commerce. So welcome to the podcast, Derek. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Excited to have you. So um, let our listeners know a little bit more about you and your background. So I've been an entrepreneur for a little over 10 years, uh, but I got my start in sales. I actually started selling Cutco knives in college. And um, by the time I graduated, I didn't want to do anything else besides work for myself. So I did that for another five years. So I did. I sold Cutco knives for seven and a half years total. And uh, then I wanted to start some online marketing businesses. I think I was working. We, we had like a, a booth set up at a mall display um, around Christmas time. And every year we would work it. And every year I'd watch Amazon take more of the foot traffic away from the mall. So I wanted to join the online marketing space, uh, started an e-commerce business. And then about a year into that, uh, we were doing really well on growing on Instagram. And I was still driving around for my sales job. And I wanted to listen to a podcast on how to get better at growing on Instagram. And I typed into Instagram and there was pretty much nothing. Um, it, there was like more social media general podcasts at that time. But when I typed like the first two or three results on Instagram was like, their last episode came out a year ago or something. So it's like, what am I looking at right now? Um, so I, I started my podcast like a couple hours after that. Uh, and I just started recording episodes while I drove. I was like, if there's an opening here, I think I had like 20,000 followers at the time for e-commerce business. So just enough that I was like, I can 
make a hashtag episode. I can make a how to set up your bio episode. And I just started doing one episode a week. And then I just never stopped. Uh, but after a couple weeks, <laughs> I was already like, if you typed in Instagram, I was like the first podcast because it used to be called Instagram Marketing Secrets. So that definitely made it easy to appear right at the top of search. Um, but then with a little scare of uh, being called Instagram Marketing Secrets, I didn't want to run into a trademark thing. I got my account banned temporarily and I got it back, but I, I got really scared that it was from Instagram mad that they I was using their name or whatever. So that's when I switched uh, to Social Bamboo and broadened to teaching social media marketing more in general and not just Instagram. And then, yeah, it's just uh, kept kept growing and evolved into um, social bamboo and an entire education business. Amazing. And cutco knives were the knives that could cut through pennies, right? Yeah. Well, the, the, the shears. We used the, the yeah, shears to the cut shears. through a penny. My yeah. brother sold cutco knives when he was also kind of same story, like out of college um, before he pursued entrepreneurship on his own. And so it's really interesting. I do like that perspective. And we do have people here that are direct sellers, for example, that work underneath companies. And so it's one, it's a really easy access point where people learn to sell, they learn about product, they learn about consumer behavior and what customers want. But I think that's so important that you were in real life with people knowing little marketing tips, like little marketing secrets, like the idea of like, you can cut through cans, you can cut through coins, which also I'm sure the government didn't love. <laughs> they didn't care. Right. Um, now there's a coin shortage. Right. Um, we had some jokes about it, just because pennies are the only currency that's legal to tamper with uh, just because it costs more to make them than they're worth. So I don't know, I guess the government's fine with any other currency would would be due for arrest. I was going to say, because it's like, they built this whole thing and I was like, are you even allowed to destroy it? But that that's, they found their loophole. But Uh just really quick and introing like you as a marketing expert is the idea of just coming from a point where you were working for Cutco and they understood a marketing spin on things, right? They're like, what can this cut through? Because if this can cut through metal, you can cut through anything, right? You can cut through chicken or whatever it is. So I think that's a really interesting take on just understanding what customers need. It, it's something so far out there, but then we all remember it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did hundreds of appointments a year uh, throughout Colorado. And Colorado is very diverse throughout the state. Uh, you know, We got country people on one side. Uh, we got city plenty of city folk um, and, and everything in between. You know, we got Boulder community. So it's like every city I go to, uh, you really ha- know how to build rapport with tons of different people. And uh, I mean, there, there's so many different products too. There's way more than nine. So learning the intricacies of the cookware and the silverware and the can opener, and like you have to have a sales pitch for everything and ready to handle an objection for everything. And uh, bringing that online, that's where I really realized I was more needed because there's a lot of people who know how many hashtags you should use, but there's only so many people who know also how to sell the product in the end. So I do a lot of episodes that are a lot more about you know, sales and marketing psychology because it, it doesn't really matter if you get the right posting time down. It's not going to do anything to your sales metrics. Right. Even with your journey, you know, you started off with Instagram because you really saw the gap, you know, being an entrepreneur and being a marketing person yourself, you saw the gap of how, what do I need to speak to? But it really comes down to understanding that Instagram is a tool, you know, and that people can utilize it for their business, for their marketing, for their consumer connection, essentially. So um, you've been in it where it was started off as where everybody thought of it as a social media fun tool. 
And now it's more of a not so fun tool for a lot of people. So can you talk to us a little bit about what you're what you've seen throughout the years, like where it started and kind of where it is now, which is a fun TikTok or uh, Instagram <laughs> trend, right? Where how it started, where it's now. Oh yeah, yeah. How it's going um, or whatever. Forget the trend. <laughs> so I started uh, Instagram from an e-commerce business 2018, and then you could the feed was filled with here's the content of whoever's the best hashtaggers. Uh, so it was really easy to grow in business. You could post the stupidest post about here's a sale on my product, but I hashtagged it great. So it went viral. And that's all great and all for us businesses. And I think a lot of people that I work with, like they so complain about it. I'm like, if it was like that, the the app would be deleted at this point because TikTok would just have such such an advantage over the entertainment style. So now the feed is filled with the best content rather than the best hashtaggers who posted at the best time. So that's great. Uh, but it also means that you actually have to be good at content creation. And if you post something that is blatantly promotional, of course, it's not going to go anywhere. Like, you know, that doesn't get very many likes compared to entertainment based content. So you really got to be a lot more sneaky with uh, marketing your product. And it makes platforms like Instagram and TikTok even more so TikTok, that brand awareness is more the marketing objective there than leading to like a sales funnel. It can be really difficult on TikTok, but um, you got such high reach that TikTok's great for brand awareness. Um, Instagram is basically uh, businesses doing TikToks at this point. <laughs> uh, so it's a lot easier to like make reels and kind of talk about what you do at the same time. Uh, It really has become, if you want to thrive in the organic marketing sense, uh, value-tainment is a pretty common expression, but you got to have both. You can't just be like, here's our new product without saying anything else. Um, But it's also, if you only post value, I mean, that's good. You can grow a following, but that following could follow you for years before they even know like, what you sell, right? So you kind of have to make uh, mentions of it, and your your story has to be uh, using promotions more, or you know, talking about your website or other things that you got going on. But the organic reach is very hard to come by on any type of regular posts now. Um, even like story posts, you'll see like really varying engagement. Before you used to get like the same amount of story impressions, and now you can get like. Like I'll have a story sometimes get 50 and then sometimes I'll get 700. So even now it's like, was your story good? Because we're, we're not going to put you at the front just because they're your best friend. Your story also has to be good. So everything is just more catered towards how can we keep people on the app longer, which is how can we make the app more dopamine stimulating, which is showing them the most hyper relevant content to them. So it's harder to compete with. Um, but I think any kind of algorithm change, I've never looked at any of them in a negative sense when they affect everyone the same. It's just a matter of who can adapt the quickest will win. So whenever a change happens and then everyone's complaining about it, I'm just like, cool, what is? what do we do? Um, and that's really how to always thrive on, on any of the social media apps. The algorithm doesn't change to, you know, because it hates you, which it hates everyone the same. So, um, it does. So just it does hate everyone the same. Thank you, yeah. Mark, that Mark Zuckerberg. Is amazing. Um, <laughs> it, it's true, right? Um, because it is hard 
for everyone. Um, and, um, you know, we think, oh yeah, what is that? Uh, the algorithm favor? Well, who does it least favor? All of us, you know? So <laughs> even people so, running tons of money in ads, oh, yes. they still don't give the organic reach. It's, no, it's the you don't get sign. favoritism whatsoever. It's like an unrequited love by Mark Zuckerberg. We call him Marky Mark Zuckerberg. What, what are you seeing that's working on TikTok versus Instagram? Is there any variance? Do you feel like that Okay, you said brand awareness, right? Brand awareness really works on both. And and I love that. I think that definitely that is true, right? You're getting to know them and socially know, like, and then to trust them. Um, so are there any differences that you're seeing of TikTok versus Instagram? As far as what type of content does well, I think uh, each person will just kind of find whether their content resonates better with one audience or the other, uh, I'll have a post do really well on reels that doesn't do well on TikTok, like the same exact one. And I don't have nearly as many followers on on TikTok. I had to restart a TikTok actually, because on my personal account, just called Derek Fidel, I had two TikToks go viral. That was me just doing a, a trend and had nothing to do with social media. And I gained 17,000 followers from those two posts. And none of them have anything to do with social media. So anytime I post anything serious, it just instantly flops. So I started a new account. And the thing on TikTok is the followers don't matter that much. If you post an amazing piece of content and you have zero followers, like they can figure it out. So their algorithm is quite a bit better. But it's just also the frame of mind that people are in. Uh, on TikTok, if you're scrolling and an, an ad comes up, it's like, what is going on right now? You're like, this is my fun time. Like, this is the fun app. What? What are, what are the businesses doing here? On Instagram, you're just so used to seeing it. So it's a lot easier to, to be a business and do a reel that's talking about your business a little bit on TikTok. It's just so much more meant for... Like I know they say, oh, it's not the younger generation anymore. There's plenty of older people. That's, that's totally true. Um, but it still is you know, a, a lot of young people and it's them having fun. I almost look at it like... Facebook when I was in college, I was like, keep the businesses off for now. We're having our fun. <laughs> uh, Were you, you going to say old people, Derek? <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> well, when, when TikTok first started, it was like farts. anyone over 30, there was a hashtag, right? It was like yeah. over 30, like, you know, like, oh, get the moms off TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right. Which was yeah, us. like, <laughs> like I'm 31. I we're still like, where, where's my, you know what before when my parents, for example, they are on Facebook now and they keep restarting new accounts because they keep getting logged out. Then go to TikTok and we do the same thing now. So we've started three new TikTok accounts as well because we have no idea what our passwords are. Oh, dang. Came so, full circle. There's so, a, yeah, it's the cycle um, of, of social media life. circle of life. According <laughs> to social media. Um, and really quickly, uh, we've heard that the fastest growing audience on TikTok is 35 and over, but they're not creators, they're consumers of content, right? So when people are thinking oh, about sense. if it's like Netflix and binge, people use TikTok to kind of check out and sort of just like you said, scroll. So the idea of entertainment um, or valuetainment, right? You might be using your product, but what do they want to watch? Like three best bakeries, Suzanne, who works with us, she's gone viral. She is close to a hundred thousand followers. I think at the time of this, um, on TikTok, same videos on Instagram didn't work, but it was like frosting her cookies. Um, so she'd like pipe the outside and like speed it up yeah, and then it floods would, them. She'd flood like them and then it would mm -hmm. slow down. And that thing went viral because people just wanted to watch a cookie being, you know, iced basically. Yeah. 
So it's things that we don't even realize that are like you said, it's like psychological. It's that dopamine hit. It's the things that they're like, what's coming? Oh, you know, and that, that, that thing. Um, so, so I think on TikTok and Instagram, but so what are you seeing that's working on Instagram then? Like if we were to give some like tips to our audience for e-commerce on what's working on Instagram between organic and paid, where would, what would you say? It's hard to mention anything outside of reels uh, when, when it comes to organic. And then if you have a following, then stories can be great for driving sales. But I know a lot of businesses are like, all right, I don't have a following. And it, you know, so like their story posts, you know, don't do that much because it's just going to your following. So doing reels is uh, pretty much the way to do it. And uh, a couple of easy ways for people that have been like, um, you know, I don't really want to be on camera, blah, blah, blah. Um, usually just finding a trending audio and then cramming your business's message into that audio is a lot easier to do it rather than be like, what do I want to make a reel about and just have like a totally blank canvas? Just go through, start with audios, save them. And then whenever I'm like, it's time to make another reel, I'll just go through audios and then see if any of them would be good. Humor-based is the way to go, but you don't have to be funny because if you look at the reels that are like doing really well because they're funny, it's because of two things. They're either relatable or they mess with people's expectations. You don't have to be like a stand-up co- comedian kind of funny. Um, you can just, uh, like a lot of people do, uh, the first half of the post is just kind of some text that will lead them to, you know, I'm about to say something else. And then the just, it's so hard to do this without an example. I hope this makes sense. But It does just like, make sense, yeah. It just messes with their expectation of what they thought was going to happen, right? So- and then the other yeah, thing is it's just a being plot twist is what yeah, I call exact, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just so that you don't have to be genuinely funny or you can even just copy it from someone else um, and then just kind of make it your own and just kind of switch up the, the format that they used for theirs. There's a lot of uh, copying trends that's going on. Um, but I also see there's definitely a space for reels, probably even more so than, than TikTok, for you to just post whatever video you've ever posted, but just nine by 16. Uh, you doesn't have to be a dancer or lip sync. You can just literally post any video at all. I'm also speaking with someone yesterday that sells horse apparel. And she's like, I don't want to get on and do like lip syncs and stuff. I was like, just film the horse in the field with like an audio for like seven seconds and literally just go across the field. And it's done like one shot, just film the horses for seven seconds with the trending audio. It, but it's just like, I mean, ultimately, if unless you're driving sales, then it sounds like a lot of wasted time, right? When you're doing this stuff. So as, as far as like how to actually turn this traffic into an audience, using a call to action at the end of your reels to read the caption uh, usually is one of the, the best um, because it gives you another chance to connect with them and actually have a caption. This is the biggest difference between TikTok and, and real there's a caption versus not. So in on reels, I can do a stupid audio that I feel like I'm just wasting people's days, honestly, if I didn't say anything else. But then I can say, read the caption to see, you know, the actual value. Because uh, even though I'm, you know, making fun of something in, in the post here, like I have the actual value on it um, in the caption. So I think that's probably why I actually feel like I'm still being valuable. Um, but on TikTok, I'm like, there's there's no caption besides the hashtags. I'm like literally just going for laughs. Um, but if reels that the caption, the, the call to action leads to the caption, then you've got a little more chance to you know, let them get to know you. And then at the end of that caption, you can say, you know, follow me for more or, or something like that, or even just get my free guide you really want to have some kind of free opt-in to play on these because if you're first, if like the only thing that people can do to 
give you their email would be to like buy something. Um, or that's like your, your only actual sales call to action. It's hard for the end of your reel to be like, and buy this, <laughs> um, you know, but you can be like, and make sure to get my free guide. Like it's very easy to tie in free guides into uh, value attainment easily. I was doing like a, yeah. a free Instagram course for a while and I was just making so many reels, you know, just about like when you get my free Instagram course and, you know, just, you know, crazy things happening or cool music or whatever. So uh, a lot easier to, to mix it in. So for our e-commerce brands, what I would suggest is that you say, you know, join our mailing list, like link in bio, join mailing list for 15% off your first order. Or it could say something along the lines of, you know, learn more or limited quantities, learn more link in bio, you know, like you want to send them somewhere, but typically for the e-commerce and product-based businesses, like there's probably not a lot of people with the freebie free guides, but you can have, you know, if you saw this use code X for X off, you know, so think about ways to what the point is, is, and I think if anything for our friends over, you know, our friends wanting to grow on Instagram, we still have to think what the ROI is. And so is the ROI that you want to build you're following. Okay, sure. But are they like going, like you said, are they the right customers? Are they going to buy from you? But the other thing is, is are you building your email list? So if anything, if you didn't feel comfortable selling, I would tell everyone to really think about ways to get people to join an email list so that you can then turn them into concrete assets in your business that are on a list. Hey, product boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free and you can download the Product Boss Ultimate Resource Guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. I think one of the big takeaways that you're saying, Derek, is to make sure that you stay on messaging. So even before, back in the old days when commercials were just commercials, now my children, they call them ads, which they are ads, but they don't even know what a commercial is, right? So a commercial, for all of you young folks listening, it is something that that pops up... (laughs) (laughs) Something that pops up on the television and has commercial. He's like, what's that? (laughs) Completely brand awareness, okay? Completely brand awareness. Same with radio ads, same with billboards, completely brand awareness. It has everything to do with messaging and not so much to do with conversion. Buy a Coke at the next gas station. Yeah, right? Buy a Coke or it literally has share a Coke or it has, um, here's Coke. Um, You know, if only this sound could translate to a billboard, right? Remember all those ads that were like sound division sort of ones. So brand awareness is something so different that small businesses, because there's not the instant gratification like the dopamine hit of social media, you probably are not going to get the instant gratification of the sale either. It is about small touches. And I mean, they used to say seven touch points. I would say it's 107 at this point, you know, because of TikTok being down to seven seconds now. So one, one big question that we do get a lot is, you know, there's people that 
they haven't been on social media and they've been doing the organic, hasn't been working or it has, you know, maybe it is more so like understanding its brand awareness and and cueing in your message and, and then having some sort of quick call to action that would be quick and easy. But the other part of that is paid ads. Are paid ads working anymore? Do you recommend small businesses get into it? What's your take on all of that, Derek? Uh, yeah, uh, paid ads work for anyone that's got an offer that sells when you put it in front of people. Um, and I think uh, brand awareness, uh, just one thing I'll say on that, and then I'll go into uh, what I think of ads at, in the current landscape. I also don't recommend if you're a business that doesn't even know if your product sells yet. You know, A lot of people come out with their own inventions or if you're an artist, uh, you're making a clothing store. I see people like, I'll just post on Instagram for years and then be like, I don't think anyone wants my product. Like just figure it out really quick. Like brand awareness is the la- is the only uh, is only for businesses that have a proven offer. Otherwise, you're just like, let's take forever before we find out if this works or not. So like go right to the sale, uh, go find right customers who are ready to buy. And if they don't buy, switch your business, change your offer, you know, switch your product, switch your marketing. But uh, brand awareness is just a long road to figure out that you're doing something wrong. I love that you say that. Um, we have a bestseller secrets challenge that we run. We teach about the bestseller because a lot of times people feel like if they offer more things that they're going to sell to more people, but it's really honing in on what people want. And so I think that's one of the first stages when you're starting a business during your first few years, or you're still making, let's say under 20,000 a month. It's exactly that. It's like, find if the product you have is relevant and people want to buy it. And the things that people are buying from you over and over would be your bestseller. And that's what they're telling you. Like they're voting with their dollars. So that's what we want to move forward on. And you can get that immediate feedback by doing something in person. You know, you there's other ways of doing this and just like posting into mm-hmm. the vast void of social. Yeah. If you do a farmer's market and just literally hear people's objections, that's why like having a sales background, I really realized how much I'm missing. Just like, oh, they left my website. I wonder why. Like I loved knowing exactly why every person didn't buy. That was the only way to get really good really quick. Um, I had a product that uh, it was an aquarium smart feeder, a way to feed your fish with an app. Sounds genius, right? Like everyone I told it to was like, I can't believe that doesn't exist. Took me two and a half years of posting about it before, uh, oh, people aren't really willing to pay this price and it actually doesn't really solve the problem, um, you know, without getting too much into it. It just didn't solve the problem, actually. Um, so it was like we could have l- ran like a three to $500 ad campaign to get conclusive data that no one wanted to buy it rather than two and a half years of posting about it here and there and posting about it on our story just to get a, you know, some re- reactions from time to time. When's it coming out? And then, you know, when it's out, no one actually is ready to buy it. So um, here's how I found that the quickest way to actually test are people willing to buy this without needing to be like a pro copywriter or whatever. Um, just that let's see, give me, throw out a random product. I always say yoga mats. I'm sick of using this example. (laughs) Uh, We always say candles. We're sick of using that example. What's something outside of that, Jacqueline, that we Um, could use? That's not uh, too obscure though. Original invention. (laughs) If if anyone that you've, uh, talk to have an original invention. Even? Okay, I'll just give the one that I always give, which I because I've helped start up like over a thousand brands, and so uh, we did sleeping bras. So she created bras to help women when they sleep to not sag. So I'm going to throw that one at you. 
<laughs> okay, cool. So if you're just coming out with that and you're like, I don't really know how much people would want this rather than coming out with an ad campaign where maybe you go on the streets and you're like, what did you think of the sleeping bra? You know, and you got these testimonials or you make this copywriting about how doctors say that if you wear the sleeping bra 27% of the time, you get better sleep and longer REM cycle. Like if you, all of that gathering stats and all those pitches, usually it takes a bunch of different ad angles that you test before you, you get it right. You're probably going to do like 20 different ad angles, tons of different content, retargeting ads. And then to the point of at least seven times that they have to see it, you can't even make a decision on whether it's working or not until you have that frequency, right? Because if you're like, all right, it's been sh- it's shown to people an average of two times. Uh, like, well, we don't know if it's uh, the product, uh, the marketing, or the frequency. So then it's just spend more money. So it's very hard to even test a product for less than five or ten thousand dollars when you do it that way. If you're um, like if you're drop shipping a product, you already know it sells a ton. Then yeah, you can go right to making ads. But if you're a brand new product. And to test all these things costs thousands of dollars, especially if you're like, oh, and also who's our target audience? Like you're testing that variable too, extremely difficult. Um, So what I do um, in that case is you would do a giveaway for that exact product. And then you run Instagram ads to it. So this is not like a giveaway that you see like, oh, like this post and tag three friends and follow us. That doesn't work anymore. That only worked when the algorithm was hackable um, and you could just hashtag it right and go viral. Now it's just that post instantly dies um, and people don't tag. Here's three friends that I think would love this bra. They're like, here's my three friends that won't kill me for tagging them in a giveaway. <laughs> so It doesn't do anything. Um, so we run Instagram ads to the giveaway. And how it works is it will just say, you can give a little, we got the new sleeping bra, blah, blah, blah. So for our grand debut, we are choosing three lucky winners to win You know the first the first pair. Um, and to enter, just name an email. Um, the reason why is because that's completely ad compliant and we don't do this and share it to your story and all these other things you don't want to do. Uh, just name an email. Um, very easy to collect the first step. Um, usually gets, uh, I've got like three people going through it right now. All of them are getting under 50 cent entries into this. So one person doing wallets, another person doing um, tie-dye shirts, and they're just getting like less than 50 cent entries into this name and email step. But then where the magic happens on the next page, it says, we've got your email, you're entered, we'll let you know in a couple weeks if you want or not. In the meantime, if you want to increase your chances to win, you can follow our Instagram for one extra entry. You can like our Facebook page. You can subscribe to our YouTube. You can review our podcast. You can watch this YouTube video, comment on it. You can uh, fill out this survey on our products so we know which ones you actually like. Um, you can let us know which product you would choose off our website if you want the giveaway. Uh, you can share this with a friend. And if they enter through your, your link, you'll get extra entries. Uh, I never do all of these. That's too much. I usually choose like five or so, but uh, it's just about whatever you need. Like literally whatever your business needs, you put on the additional entry step. Um, and since it, a lot of people will be like, all right, I got my one entry. I'm done. I'm good. Um, and they'll leave. But it still is about 50% of people that will do at least one more of these. And a bunch of them just do everything, everything that you give them. And then now we're to the fun part, actually. So on the day that giveaway ends, you say, here's the one person who won for the 5,000 of you who lost. Thank you so much for playing as a consolation prize. You can get 25% off of our sleeping bra 
to debut it in this first week. This is the lowest price we'll ever do. Um, but we just wanted to give every one of you an amazing discount to say thank you for, for playing. And it just all comes full circle. So I've had people that will get 7,000 emails, 5,000 Instagram followers, 2,000 YouTube subscribers, and 1,000 paid Facebook page likes, and then you know thousands of dollars in sales on the back end just because that's about as the targeted, uh, the most targeted audience you can get on the internet as far as with the free opt-in because it's the exact thing that you're about to sell them. I see. So yeah. It's not freebie seekers though. You'll always have those people that enter, but of that, those people, there's always some who would buy it, you know, at a discount. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it also like you, what we go back to brand awareness is that it, all of a sudden they're kind of like their interest is peaked about the product. So whatever your product is, it doesn't have to be inventive, but whatever it is, it's like, Ooh, I could win this. Oh, what's this company? And then if they follow you and you're engaging with them on the organic side of it all, right. So sending emails, following up with them, like you can't just grow your email list and never send an email. Um, that you're well, any of them will not be ready to buy. Exactly. So right. whoever's ready to buy, buys at the end. Whoever doesn't, follows you everywhere. Right. <laughs> 50 so cents all someday. day, every day. I mean, mm-hmm. just so everybody knows, it, typically it could cost like $7, $25. You know, people that cost like $1,000 a lead depending yeah, on what you're five, selling. Five, five is ideal, you know, which just shows you five. If five is ideal, 50 cents is like so minuscule. You know, yeah. there's just no persuading someone to want to win something for free. Um, so it's just the main thing it allows you to do is like, even if you suck at copywriting, because everyone does for like years, it's <laughs> a very difficult skill to get down to actually get good at, um, especially like, all right, I got like six sentences to completely persuade this person who's never heard on me, who's on a very fast Instagram scroll to buy my product, like extremely difficult task, right? But if it's just like, for our grand debut, enter to win, <laughs> you know, just... Um, something more simple. There, there doesn't have to be any persuading going on. So how do you support your clients? Or how would... If someone was like, Oh, I want to learn more about this, how could they learn more? Uh, I have a free course that gives the illustrated version of what we talked about and also kind of breaks down like uh, the flow of the funnel. And then also, um, you know, here's what traditional ads look like when you're going right for the sale and like the complexity of it and just kind of why you can spend like 500 bucks to, to fully test a product in this situation versus $5,000 to fully test a product. It, it, even the audiences too, because you can just see all the conversions that happened um, throughout all the different audiences. So you can get that. Um, this is something that as far as like the, the way that I professionally help people with this, I used to just sell a video course um, and then people would buy it and never open it. So I stopped doing that. So now I do the video course, but you talk to me once a week until you're done. <laughs> so um, that just made it so people can't screw it up. Yeah, I listen, we all need accountability and a coach to kind of go off of, especially when it comes to video. That's so great. And we'll put so, that in the show notes too. Thank you so much, Derek. Um, and then, um, so for the, I'm curious about a little bit about the tech. Is it AppSumo? Is that what you're using or is that? There's a lot of giveaway programs now. Okay. Um, Kickoff Labs has been what I've arrived at. Um, okay. As, uh, very easy to use, makes a beautiful landing page. If the landing page doesn't look good, uh, like I've had a student in the past try to really throw a makeshift one. He used like Active Campaign, the CRM, like because all of those, uh-huh. those have like a landing page builder in it. Um, and it got like 17% conversion rate, but um, someone just got like an 
80 or 90% through the kickoff labs one for her art store, um, just because it, it looks so nice. And it's just, it's obviously not a scam. So uh, that's the thing with giveaways, you know, there, there's preconceived notions about it. Even when I say the word, some people out there might be like, Oh, I, I tried that or whatever. But um, you know, you, you've got to make it look professional and then there's not really much questioning going on. Oh, a hundred percent. If people think that people don't buy based off packaging alone or a book by its cover, it is not true. hundred percent people buy what something looks like. So thank you so much for that. And um, let our listeners know where they can share you, learn more about you, dig get in that, more with you. Yeah, get that free course. Let us know all yeah, the things. Get that free Instagram course. Yeah, socialbamboo.com slash free course. Uh, throw the www in there is is that. But otherwise, everything is on socialbamboo.com that I mentioned. You know, whether you want to book a call with me to talk about the giveaway, if you just like, I don't, hold on, I got some questions for you <laughs> before doing anything else. Feel free to book a call with me. Otherwise, you'll find the course. It's called How to Build a, and Monetize a Following in 90 Days or Less is uh, the name of that free course. So uh, otherwise, I'm social bamboo underscore because social bamboo is taken and they won't answer their DMs. So social bamboo underscore on Instagram is, is the best place to find me. And then let's try and grow our TikToks here. So for all of our listeners, your job is one, to subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> two to go follow Derek and subscribe to his podcast. Um, and then let's share uh, your TikTok so we can grow that, that audience. That's social bamboo without the underscore. Okay. Yep. And we're the and product we're doing boss Whoever podcast, hits the WAP best and tags us comes on the show, right? Say whoever that again. Can do the, whoever can do the WAP dance the best and tags us gets to come on the show or what are we, what are we doing? I, <laughs> I don't, even know what, I don't even know what that dance is. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I want to explain it. It's like I feel a like there's TikTok. a generation gap It's like here. a very vulgar TikTok dance. That, so I'm, I'm kidding. No, no, okay. no. Sure. You tag us, Derek. We'll try and do it. Let's see where, how viral this can go. Sweet. We're like so viral funny. audience of one. We've got an audience of 70, I believe, currently. So... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. TikTok. Um, amazing. So Derek, thank you so much. This is such value. I hope everyone really found the value. If you do find it, go follow Derek over on Instagram. Let him know in the DM that you found the value. Get that free course because it's pretty incredible. I think it's a great toe dipper into ads if that's something you're doing. And if you're working with an ads company or an ad strategist or anything like that, you can always mention what Derek said here. And then you all can collaborate with Derek to figure out a way to, to do this for your businesses as well. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Derek. Thank you. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Class Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. 
Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.